customs, and classic cars and trucks. Street Rod and Custom Radio is your inside track to today's automotive hobby. Now, here's your host, Dan Boots Longinette. That's right. We're back again. I hope you love us because we're back every week usually. But it was car show season, but you're going to hear a lot of us over the next few weeks. Right? What's going on, my brother? How are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm getting ready, man. The bad thing about winter in our area, it's let's, bad weather. But the good let, news is... Let's not talk about winter, though. We're, just, we're getting some fall weather. I know. But, but summer's not totally over yet. Let's not SEMA talk about and Barrett-Jackson. We've got all the good stuff coming up. Yeah, we up. were just talking about SEMA last week, trying to I'm finalize right. our plans. And when is it? November? It's like November 1st and 2nd. It's like right there. Wow. We better be getting some tickets, huh? In a room. I thought you were working on that. Well, I mean, I was looking at the flights, but we we, we need right. to finalize that. Who's going and all of that fun stuff. So I know Dickie's going to go with us, you and I, and so the crew, same crew as last year. And then. We might as well. We take too many people it becomes a. We should we take little Dan? Uh, little Dan would love you forever if you. Take He'd him probably pass out and cry. I don't know. <laughs> That's messed up. But anyway, today's show. I this is a little different. We're changing it up a little bit. I'm a little excited about that, but. Uh, we have the one and only, you ready for this? Carl Edwards. This is pretty cool. Pretty cool. Now, I'm fortunate. I do another radio show, and I was able to hook up with him. We had a chance to catch up with him last week and talk about some stuff. And I've been trying to get Carl Edwards on the show for years. And, and it's not because he didn't want to do it or we couldn't team up. It's just the fact that he's so busy, and he's such a legendary NASCAR driver. And he's one of those NASCAR drivers that I truly look up to. I think he's a role model. He's aggressive when he needs to be. But yet, for the most part, he's professional and he's a role model, you know. And there's a lot of things going on in this wonderful world we live in, especially this wonderful country, that these professional athletes aren't representing us very well. A lot of them. And we and think about NASCAR, like it or not, it's not a bunch of good old boys going left fast. You know, people don't. If you don't understand NASCAR, we can agree to disagree. But it's one of the hardest sports there is in our country because it's a team effort. It's not just the guy and you. you have you can't really just think all the cars setups. There's a lot of technology. There's a lot of geometry. There's a ton of, uh, I don't know, preparation. So, but uh, the Carl Edwards is one of the legends, and um, we're going to get a chance to talk to him. And we also have, then we have the big Columbus um, Colos Classic Car Show inside. It's the right Columbus around the corner. And I know it's regional, and we try not to stay so regional, but we have cars from all over the country. I mean, it's like hot, hot August nights. They have cars from all over the country. So we really need to focus on the fact that uh, that this is a good opportunity to make it up with your family <laughs> because you've drug them to car shows all year. This is a big way to make – I'm going to make this – I hate to say guy or girl, but you understand we drag our poor ladies and girlfriends and wives or whatever your situation, kids, kids out to these hot parking lots clear across the nation for a $10 trophy because you've got $100,000 in your car. But this is an opportunity to go inside the Columbus Zoo. That's right. The number one zoo in the country, by the way. A lot of people don't know that. Voted in a lot of ways. I haven't seen the latest stats, so don't hold me to how they come up with that. But I'll tell you this. It's a wonderful zoo. It's a clean zoo. And I've been in some zoos where they smell. You don't smell anything inside the Columbus Zoo. The place is amazing. But the cars are inside the zoo. And the one and only Chip Foose will be there. And I, I guess we got some country stars he's going to announce that are going to be there. And a golf pro. Yeah. And we'll like, we'll, it's we'll going to be a that. huge day. Yeah. But I mean, thousand cars. Thousand cars in, in the Columbus Zoo. Thousand. Plus last year. Think about a thousand dollar bills on your kitchen table, what that looks like. Now put a thousand cars inside the Columbus Zoo. So, 
It's not in the parking lot. None of these cars are in no. the parking lot. This is all inside the zoo. You come, you bring your car, you're inside the gates of the zoo. You can walk around. The animals are out. I mean, it, it is crazy to yeah. see. And the cars are amazing. I mean, from the GTO club to the AMX club to the Cobra guys to the, I mean, you see every cool car you've ever dreamed of owning. From original Model A's to original 44s to a Pro Street blown 44. I mean, if you're a car person, this place is, I'd almost fly here because you can get air tickets so cheap. But I'm going to do a special announcement when we're talking with Tracy. I'm going to throw a little uh, little nugget out for you to Uh-oh. make it worth your while to come up all the way Uh-oh. up here or come all the way over. I don't know if this here. scares me or not. No, I see, and it's not an official, um, I mean, it's not a big um, contest where I need to put rules out there. But the rules are going to be simple. And uh, you're going to trust me on it. And... Um, You'll hear when we, and when we do the segment with Tracy Renan, he is the uh, my contact, my person at the zoo. But we, you know, like I said, hot August nights, Mika Auto auctions, Barrett Jackson on all. There's so many cool things to do if you're a car guy, and this is one of the ones. Take my word for it that should be on your bucket list because I promise you, you've never been to a better zoo as far as I'm concerned. And the other thing is, your car is inside the zoo, so load up the car. Load up the trailer, especially if you're in Nashville or Atlanta or somewhere east of the Mississippi. But if you're on west of Mississippi, we'd love to have you. But I went clear to Dallas one time just for a car show. That'd be in Texas, by the way. So that was a 24-hour drive to get there. It's a big drive. So anyway, so this is Street Rod and Custom Radio. Big show today. You can't miss this one. And Ryan Baker and the Fishbowl, we'll be right back after this. Introducing the Craftsman Bolt-On Reciprocating Saw. This saw attachment comes with a 6-inch general-purpose blade and delivers enough power to cut through a variety of materials like drywall, PVC, and even small tree branches. The reciprocating saw attachment transforms the bolt-on base into a portable and versatile cutting beast. Tool-free blade changes make switching out accessory blades easier than ever. Construct your Craftsman Bolt-On system today. Craftsman, made to make. Available at Craftsman.com, Sears, Sears Sears.com, Sears Hometown, and Sears Hardware Stores. Welcome back to Street Rod and Custom Radio. I'm your host, Dan Boots Longinette. We have a special guest in the show right now, Tracy Murname, and he is, what is your title? Uh, technically, I'm director of uh, purchasing and operations at the Columbus Zoo. Now, you don't want zoo. What's that got to do with Street Rod and Custom? Well, that's got a lot to do because we have Chip Foose coming up on October 1st and 2nd. This is a huge event, and... We're going to talk car show here and talk to the rest of the nation for this matter. If anyone tuned in and has a zoo, we're going to talk about what a wonderful idea this is. And and where did you come up with this idea and when did you come up with this idea? Well, as you know, this is our ninth annual Colo's Classic Car Show. Now, Colo, a little history for everybody who's not local. Colo is the oldest living gorilla zoo born she's going to be 60 years old in december so you went to high school with her so yeah so we uh <laughs> we honor her with this show I, and nine years ago we dabbled with the whole idea of, at the zoo is to try to get people to come to the zoo that normally wouldn't come to the zoo and they realize how much fun it is so, so like the tampa zoo or the san diego zoo or pittsburgh zoo they could all do an event like this oh definitely and and this is not held in our parking lot as you know this is on zoo grounds so the cars are in the facility so, you know, uh, your your admission to the car show 
allows you to bring four people. So that guy who's normally going to a car show and his wife sitting in a parking lot in the hot sun, yeah. the wife and the kids can go venture throughout the zoo during the day and come in out of the car show. And um, we, you know, we have prizes all day. Uh-huh. And it just it grew. You know, the first couple of years we were very happy with you know a turnout of about two hundred and fifty. You know, then it went to 300. But then, obviously, you know, Autosmarts became involved, I believe, the second or third year. Which is my other show that I do is Autosmarts Radio. But And we went up to over 1,000 cars last year. And I want to take some of the credit, but I, you know, I'm fortunate enough I'm I'm associated with another sponsor on that show. And Chip Foose is a big name. And we brought Foose in. And when you bring Foose in the car world, it it busts them. Well, it's it's a group effort, obviously. It takes a lot of people to promote it. But we've become such a... uh, like I say, it's the ninth annual. People count on it. Um, I looked at online registrations this morning, and most people don't pre-register for a car show. But we kind of gauge that, and we're already at the number we were at last year. No kidding. Yeah, it's so, early. Yeah. Okay, and it's October first and second. Now, October first, Mac Tools headquarters is in Columbus, Ohio. And those of you that figured me out, I am located in Columbus, Ohio, which. I'm so jealous because the rest of the world has good weather, and we're about ready to get killed up here with bad snow But in the next few months. But this is the last big event, but on Saturday night, we have a cruise in from about 3 to 9 o'clock, and then Chip rides around on my easy-go golf cart with me, and we ride around, and we pick his top 10, and Mac Tools gives a big wrench that says Foose Pick. And then the next day, on Sunday, we're inside the zoo. Now, now for the animal people, we got to say, the cars don't bother the animals at all, do they? No, we have a, we have a section called Jungle Jack's Landing, that we, and uh, it's a uh, more of a uh, picnic area, so to speak, with rides. And then, of course, we, we've grown so much, we've gone into our water park, which is closed, obviously, right now, so we're able to take over that facility. The vehicles themselves aren't really near the animal uh, habitats, per se. Mm-hmm. So, but the people are obviously within walking distance of all that right. habitat. Because they enjoy the whole zoo. So, again, so all the other zoos in the in the country, if you're trying to make some money, this is the way to do it. And let's say you live in Atlanta. And, again, it's not all about money. It's about getting people to your zoo that maybe wouldn't normally come to your that's zoo. That's true. Good point. So, so they get it. It's not all about money for us. We're getting that guy in there, and, and he's like, man, I haven't seen this zoo in 20 years. There you this go. is beautiful. And then they become a regular. Right. So. Okay. Well, get the gate count up. We'll call it that. Not yeah. money. And then if you're coming from Atlanta, you're 12 hours away. If you have a nice car, bring the family. Come on. There's hotels everywhere around. Well, you know, area. we do. We get every. We get uh, Iowa. The, we get people from Iowa, West Virginia. We get yeah. probably five surrounding Pittsburgh, states are coming um, right now. We yeah. got people. I t- I'll tell you what. It, it, the first person to get a hold of me, I'll give my phone number six one four five five seven eight eight three eight six one four five five seven eight eight three eight. If you're the first person to get a hold of me, I'll pay for your room if you bring your car. That That's a pr- no problem. That? Yeah, yeah, so you want to come up deal. from Atlanta yeah. or you want to come up from Nashville yeah. or you want to come up from even Iowa like the like it's, our friends It's not much opportunity you can have Chip Foose actually looking at your car yeah. and you know maybe picking it for one of the top prizes. We do give away quite a few trophy classes. Right. And uh, – yeah, I mean, get a hold of me. I mean, I'd like to have someone come from far away and get it. Get, get that'd be kind of cool because we have the porters bring one off Mustang or one off. Uh, they always have cool cars. So uh, what are they bringing this year? They say uh, I believe they're bringing their seventy LSS or wow. LS six, whatever the convertible, the red one. Oh, yeah. that's right, seventy Chevelle LS. Yeah. unbelievable. I think so, it's one of eighteen. <laughs> unbelievable, yeah. and they they have some of the coolest stuff, and they come clear from Iowa. That's how important this show is to some people. So when we got back. We're going to come back. We're going to have more Tracy Mernan, and we're going to talk more about the Colos Classic Car Show held at the Columbus Zoo up in Ohio. 
This is Dan Boots. This is Street Rod Custom Radio, and we'll be right back after this. On the track, even one hundredth of a second decides who wins and who loses. That's why Bridgestone uses advanced racing technology to create their fastest street legal replacement tire yet. The new Bridgestone Potenza RE71R. Engineered with an innovative hydro evacuation surface and unique tread compounds, the new Potenza RE71R is designed to give you maximum grip and ultimate cornering on or off the track. Bridgestone is changing the game in tire performance. Welcome back to Street Rod Custom Radio. I'm still with Tracy Renane of the Columbus Zoo. And we're talking about Chip Foose. That's right. F-O-O-S-E is coming to town. And, uh, again, we want you to come out. I know it could be a, if you're in L.A., I know you can't make it if you're in Texas. But, man, I've drove to Texas. I've gone to Dallas for a car show. So this is becoming a premier show, and it's getting known throughout the world because it's just it's cool. You're inside the zoo. Let's add another treat to that fact that you'll take care of somebody's room the first caller to you. Okay. They can have breakfast with Chip that morning. Oh, that's right. So we will add them to that. Oh, boy. So call me first, 614-557-8838. And the, for those of you who haven't had the opportunity or the pleasure to meet Chip Foose, he is the exact personality of Jack Hanna. He will shake everybody's and real hand. quick jack Hanna. if you don't know who that is because some people really don't which surprises yeah, that's true he's a guy on letterman and brings all the cool animals. no matter how long the line is you will meet him and he will autograph yeah. for you what a wonderful they guy. don't turn anybody down and we're having breakfast with him so again i don't have time to make these rules official but i will tell you this when this show airs this weekend and the first person that calls me I will note it. I will do the time and all that fun stuff. Like like he said, we'll have breakfast with Foose with our friends from Nationwide Insurance. We'll give you the hotel accommodations. And we'll give you the hotel because you'll, you'll spend some gas money getting here. Am, so. I, am I allowed to call? No. No. Uh, oh. You're related to somebody, aren't you? You can't be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. He's related to me. He's been with me for about five years now. But it, we, even motorcycles are welcome, but a lot of motorcycles don't show up. But. No. You know, we've, we've tried to attract that motorcycle crowd, but they're more the parking lot beer drinking type. No, offense, no offense. That's fine. But the car people are more the type to come and wander around and enjoy everybody else's vehicles. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just a wonderful show. I mean, I, when I first heard about this, I couldn't believe it. What a great idea. Hats off to you guys for that. And I'm just glad I'm lucky to be a part of it. But but there we're talking. We're talking. There's probably out of a thousand cars, I would say half of them are six figure cars. And, and, and don't yeah, come trophy hunting because Chip was very impressed last year. Yeah. With, uh, the turnout and the quality that we get we get some good cars and cars like we said from the whole all over the midwest and we i don't even care if you have a beater come on chance for you if you're restoring your car if you want to bring it at least you can look at other cars and get ideas when i was building the 57 the thing i was fortunate enough i travel a lot and i was able to bring some west coast ideas remember back in the day if you were on the east coast we were five years behind the west coast right. because we had no internet when neon underlights remember them silly little lights everybody put in their car like they were like hovercraft or whatever well i remember when they hit my buddy was from la and he says we did this a long time ago what's with this <laughs> everywhere but go ahead and come here. You will see so many cool cars, and it's, it's a huge event. And, and other than we have to make Chip leave because he has a plane to catch. They drag him off. We I mean, do. He's still autographing as they drag him in the car to catch his plane. Even if you're in the AMCs, we have one of the huge AMCs. Yeah. We, we take one of the shelters. It's dedicated AMCs. AMC Club, yeah. Probably 
30 to 50 of the baddest AMCs from AMXs to Javelins to an SST, what is that thing, uh, Matador? Or Last year we had Cobra Corral. Yeah, well, it was cool. We have the GTO Club there. I mean, you will see some wonderful cars. So, so Tra- how did you get into cars, Tracy? I just grew up in them. I, you know, in high school, I had a 69 Charger 440. Why don't you uh, get another one? Well, I got close. I did pick up a 69 RT Cornette here recently, yeah. 440 Ram Air. Why don't you restart uh, and keep it? I but mean, I, I, you know, I've just always been into it. I, my dad wasn't really a car guy, but for some reason I picked it up. And But, I mean, yeah. you can't take your money with you. Spend a hundred, cents $100,000 on that 69. No, I, you know, i got to leave some money for the family. Why? They're, they're your kids. <laughs> Real, like your boys need help. They're both super successful. You and your wife did a wonderful job raising them. I, like, I like buying and selling. I, I don't know if I want to get into all that. He's work, like, he's like Steve. Don't, well, we do. We restore. We restore the Jack's Wild Ride every year. That's my project. Yeah, but you got to keep some for you. Yeah. Happy wife, happy life. What does she want? Did she remember your charger in high school? No, I didn't know her then. Yeah. What, what, what do you uh, want? I mean, out of all the cars, what is your dream car? I would have to honestly say it sounds as goofy. I would like to have my '69 Charger back. Now, you know, they they you, had an identical one go through the Louisville Mecum. Yeah. Uh, last week, although it was a clone, but it was the gold with the black leather top, black interior, oh, yeah. and the RT stripe on the back, and 375 horse, 440. And oh, I, I would like to have that car back. What did it do? 40 grand, 50 grand? Uh, in the 50s, and it was a clone. There you go. Yeah, and I um, well, yours... I remember selling mine for 1,800 dollars <laughs> uh, back in 1976. <laughs> but then that was a lot of money back yeah, then. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I, mean, yeah, so I made a dollar twenty an hour. The so. good old boys of what's a loaf of bread calls back then. Yeah. I don't know how you compare that. I mean, now it's a loaf of bread. I don't know what a loaf of bread is. I just throw it in the cart when yeah. I go by. <laughs> Who pays attention to that? But th- that's an inheritance thing. That car's not going to drop. Oh, no, that's true. That's true. You buy one, and they, the only thing is you got two boys, and they both want fist fight over it. No, know? they're not. You know. I mean, jokingly. I mean, how do you how do you leave a car? You get cut it in half? They'll have a big auction, split the money. Yeah, them too. <laughs> they're both heck of a sales salespeople. But uh, anyway, so October 1st, we'll be at Mac Tools headquarters in an old town called Westerville, Ohio, just north of Columbus. And then on Sunday, October 2nd, we'll be in the Columbus Zoo, which is, it's not really in Columbus, it's about 20 miles north of us, and one of the nicest parts of the Columbus market. And uh, there will you, be. You know who else is there that day? I'm going to spit this out real quick. For, just not for the show, but that day we have Jason Day and Jake Owen at the zoo. Really? <laughs> not, yeah, they got a special little event going on. And, uh, and tell the people who those guys are. Uh, Jake Owen, obviously, is a huge country singer. And uh-huh. Jason Day is the number one golfer in the world right now, I believe. Yeah. He's darn near it. And I'm pretty sure we've arranged for Jack to... No uh, way. Yeah, it's he's under pressure because we have too many stars there that day. Nice. Jack and Chip. If oh we have those goodness. four guys up on stage it's, and uh, boots... They need to call you right now. Yeah. <laughs> they need to call you right yeah. now. Yeah. You're going to get to meet some Jack's under folks. pressure because too many people are going to be there that need to, yeah, need to meet a, him. Just get on the plane, Jack. Yeah. We need you, brother. Anyway. Tracy, for more information, Columbus Zoo. ColumbusZoo.org. ColumbusZoo.org, and we will hopefully see a lot of you folks there. Again, 614-557-8838 is my cell number. The first person to call, we're going to hook you up, and you will meet Chip Foose, and we will pay for your hotel room while you're here. And this is Street Rod and Custom Radio with your host, Dan Boots, Longinette, and Ryan Baker in the fishbowl. The Dodge brothers weren't big on self-restraint, and thank goodness for that. Because when you're always pushing the limits, you engineer cars like the available 370-horsepower Dodge Charger with a Torque Flight 8-speed automatic transmission. It's why Dodge is the only brand that grows as fast as it drives. One drive and you'll discover why Dodge is America's fastest-growing performance brand. 
Data is calculated using the latest available year-over-year retail vehicle registrations. Dodge is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. Oh, yes. One of the most memorable moments in my history of watching NASCAR. And um, I'm fortunate. I'm lucky. This is a bucket list check for this NASCAR lover. The one and only Carl Edwards joins us today. How are you doing, brother? Hey, I'm uh, doing really good. And uh, thank you for having me on. This is uh, this is cool. I know what you've been doing for a long time for the racing world. So it's, it's awesome to be on with you. I appreciate it, man. And I got to see, I got to meet your car last year in Vegas. It was on display, but uh, cool. you, you and Kenseth are teammates now. And uh, and I got to say this, and I'm not saying it because you're on the show. The fact that you are a role model driver, and I think that's what the world's missing today. I mean, we have a lot. Of, NASCAR always says the last wholesome sport we have left, because you guys are true role models, and I think kids can look up to you because you guys are clean. You're all American. We stand for the what's right. And in NASCAR, you know, even if you guys don't like each other, it's funny in NASCAR. You guys all come together and you support. And and I wish the NFL and the NBA and everybody else would follow suit like NASCAR is. But uh, Carl, you're definitely a role model. And uh, even though if someone races you dirty, you always just bite your lip. How do you do that? I do not always, but uh, I appreciate you. For the most part, you're giving me more credit than I deserve, but. Um, you know, I, I look at it like it's a it's a true competition. It's one of the neatest things ever, just to get to be able to drive one of these race cars. And once you get out there, you know, it's 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 a, every man for himself. There's only going to be one winner. And to me, I was I was raised just to race as hard as you possibly can, and um, and to you know just just respect that everybody else, uh, you know, they work just as hard. And sometimes even if, if things get ugly, if you meant to do it, you got to say, hey, I meant to do that, and. If, if you didn't mean to do it, you got to say, "Hey, I'm sorry," and uh, and I owe you one. But but it's it's competition, and it's uh, I just feel really fortunate to be a part of it. Okay, so no one's ever asked you this, and I, I I know you've been racing your whole life, but where did it start? I've never heard anyone ever say, "Hey, Carl, you started in Legends or you quarter midgets." Where did your taste for racing come from? So my dad and Kenny Schrader are cousins, and so dad and uh, and Kenny kind of started both racing. I don't know, in the late 70s. And my dad owns a little Volkswagen repair shop. Okay. And so dad races, uh, he races four-cylinder Volkswagen cars. He built them, you know, just over in the corner of the garage. He built the engines and, you know, had a little open trailer. And I went to the race with my dad since I was two weeks old. And when I was about 15, uh, we built a little a little four-cylinder car. I think the car cost 1200 bucks. Wow. We ran 12-lap features. My dad had a driver's license made for me that said I was 16, so um, so we went racing. And just, <laughs> that was it. I mean, I, I didn't ever, I didn't ever even believe I'd get to race on a, a pavement racetrack, and you know, so the opportunities I've had and the for- good fortune that I've had has been, um, I feel like I won the lottery. So to me, I just, I raced dirt and dreamed of this and passed mm-hmm. out business cards. And Schrader let me come work for him for a summer, which I learned a lot. That was, right. uh, that was a lot of fun, but just kind of started at the local dirt track and i always wondered that because you know everyone has their story and what before you got in a cup and 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 being a pro what what was your favorite thing in the race back in the day so the the imca modifieds were really cool we had a a nascar weekly racing series track it's gone now which is sad so we had a racing uh, a track here with the modifieds and 
it would usually get dry and slick, and we won two track championships there, just me and my buddies working out of my mom's garage. And, and to me, that was really a blast. Um, right. I'd go I'd go to the racetrack and beg people to let me drive, and every once in a while I'd drive my car and two or three other cars and other classes and just race every Saturday night. Did any of the old-timers come up and say, this kid has it? <laughs> um, I don't remember much of that. Okay. I remember people telling me, get away from their trailer. They're, I'm not, they're not going to let me drive the race car. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I... It's really cool. I mean, everybody out there that's listening to races locally knows how much of a struggle it is. Oh, yeah. But that's that's the most fun part. I remember being broke down on the side of the highway after the races one night about midnight. Our, we had a, a, the biggest piece of junk. We bought this bus from a church, and we turned it into our race hauler. And, right. I mean, it was terrible. And um, one of the guys we raced against stopped and pulled over, and, and we were, I don't know, fixing a fuel pump or something. And, and he, I was so dejected. And he, he said, remember this. He said, the cream always rises. Like, don't quit. Keep, right. keep working, you know, and, and I, it stuck with me. People don't know how much those compliments or, or those motivational things mean. You know, it's funny you say that. The thing that sticks in my head is, you know, we do a lot with Chip Foose. You've probably had a, with Stanley work with him a lot. Yeah. And, and Foose said to me last year, we do a big car show inside the Columbus Zoo, and he says, you know, Boots, he says, the day you sign your last autograph is the day your career is over. Never forget that. And boy, yeah. did that stick with me. And then, you know, at your guys' level, I mean, I look at you. I mean, we're, we've had Jack Roush on the show a ton. What a wonderful guy. Uh, very serious, very straight-laced. And then you go over to Gibbs. I mean, I'm sitting there saying, man, you've been with two legends. I mean, Gibbs Racing, to me, he, he won't let any alcohol in his car. He's such a role model guy. And, and I often think, man, when you went over to him, everybody was kind of skeptical. And I said, what a perfect team. You couldn't have two better guys racing together. Yeah, and I feel like I've raced for three true American heroes. I raced for Mike Mittler, okay. who, uh, based out of St. Louis. He runs uh, you know his own business, his own company. Built you know works twenty five hours a day. And then I got the opportunity to drive for Jack Roush, who I mean literally is just a he's a one of a kind mm-hmm. guy. He, um, he he loves everything that is American, and he takes care of everybody that works for him, all the thousands of people. So I had a, that was amazing. And then to move over and to drive for uh, for Coach Gibbs and learn everything. You know, learn about him and how he lives his life and what he does. I, I feel so fortunate. I've, I've had some amazing role models to strive for. Carl, this is your second season now with Joe Gibbs, and your guys, uh, the whole team is doing great. Mm-hmm. Denny Hamlin's up there, uh, Kansas up there in points, Kyle Bush. Oh, yeah. How do you guys uh, all bounce things off of each other, one? And then, two, do you guys really push and compete with each other? Yeah, I mean, that that, that intro you played, you know, of us <laughs> racing yeah. in Richmond last yeah. time. Uh, you know, we got done with that race, and I bumped Kyle out of the lead, and we ended up winning the race. And there, there were some hard feelings after that. I mean, Kyle and I talked, you know, and I, I expect one back from him. If I'm leading this weekend to Richmond, he's more <laughs> near my back bumper. Sure. I know what's coming. So, uh, you know, but, but I think that at the end of the day, it shows you. And my crew chief pointed this out. He said, look, no matter what, no matter what hard feelings are, it should be very clear that everyone here at Joe Gibbs Racing, we race each other hard. We do not right. pull any punches when it comes down to racing for victory. And, and that's cool. So we've got a group that can that can help one another and then a group that we can compete as hard as, as anyone could against each other, which is really rare. Hey, Carl, we got to go to break, but I want to talk to you a little bit more about that race. And um, I also want to talk to you about classic cars as well. You're tuned into Street Rod and Custom Radio with your host, Dan Boots, Lonjanette, and Ryan Baker and the Fishing Bowl. Well, 
Alan Taylor here, and I wanted to share the news with you about the new Haynes Manuals Online. They're the worldwide leader in vehicle repair information, and they now offer online manuals that are formatted to fit all electronic devices. With Haynes Manuals Online, you get all the trusted content of the Haynes Printed Manual, but with so many added features that help you get the job done right. I ordered one for my car and accessed it right through my tablet. There are now over 180 Haynes Manuals Online available covering cars, trucks, and motorcycles. You can order yours today at Haynes.com. Welcome back to Street Ride Custom Radio, and we have a special guest this week. The one and only, that's right, Carl Edwards is with us. And Carl, before we went to break, we were talking about that race where you and the Bushman were battling at the end. And you know what? That race, you were a lot faster than him that day. You had the faster car, and he would have definitely done the same thing to you if he was as fast as you were compared to him. Well, I'm not. I'm not sure if he would have then, but I know he will now. <laughs> yeah, you, you're poking the bear with him because I, I was never really a big fan of his either. And, again, I, I'm old school. I, I mean, when I was little, I was a huge Petty fan. Everybody had the STP stickers on their Schwinn, and, and, and I remember I, back. I did, too. I had a <laughs> Richard Petty helmet that I wore around right, and then, constantly. <laughs> and then when the new guys come along, I, I become that guy that really don't – I try to like them, and I try to – you know, I'm very fortunate I get to speak with a lot of you guys, and you guys usually talk me off the edge. But last year when <laughs> Kenseth took Logano out, I met this yuppie, yuppie you know, like a sports bar with everything's deep fried. I'm sitting there eating, and I was the only one in the bar that stood up and cheered and went crazy. And everybody's like, who is this old hillbilly watching this racing? Oh, the only awesome. TV on in the corner. And ever since then, Kenseth is now on my refrigerator. That's how I hate it. Well, I'll, I'll tell Matt. I got to meet one of his guys in, uh, a few months ago, and I was making over him. He goes, will you stop? He goes, I'm trying to forget that day. But, uh, but you know, and then let's talk about this. Your favorite track to race. You know, what it, when you... Go to what track? Um, right now, for me, it's, there are a couple of them. Sonoma is a blast. I mean, okay. you're driving a stock car up and down the hills, over the curbs, sliding around. I mean, it's it's true, pure fun. Right, as good as it gets. Um, and but then this racetrack we were at last week in Darlington, uh-huh. you know that that's for me that's that's what NASCAR is all about. You're sliding the cars around. It's a big, fast racetrack. You're running up there, touching the wall. I mean, it, to me, the the whole thing that got me into cars and driving is just sliding vehicles around and, and, and trying to drive them when they're you know not really going straight. And that's that's what I love uh-huh. about those type of racetracks. So, being Carl Edwards, do you like a loose car or a tight car? Yeah, I have a problem. I like the, a loose car. Okay. We've actually been working on that a little bit because I, <laughs> I, I just I don't feel right if the unless the rear end's coming around just a little bit. I don't I don't like to have okay. a tight race car. And uh, sometimes that actually hurts me. Carl, you're sitting there fourth in the points right now. You've got two wins, so a uh, spot in the chase is pretty much locked up for you, it looks like. Uh, do you like the chase format? Well, it, the chase format is, is good in a couple of respects. Um, I'm also, I mean, I like the, I guess, in a way, I grew up the whole season is supposed to define the champion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't have had a couple of cracks at the championship if it weren't for the format. So self-servingly, it, it helps me probably to have the chase format. But the one thing it does is it, it changes the amount of pressure on you throughout the season. Right now, going here to Richmond, this race, other than some catastrophic problem, it isn't going to really affect the outcome of our season. But after that, the next three races, if you don't perform well, you're done. The next three races after that, you can be out of it. So the pressure now is, goes from basically zero 
to 100%, and it, it's um, it's a lot more intense. So this format, I don't know exactly what it's like to watch as a fan, but from a driver, it's uh, it's very intense. So so what do you do on downtime? I, I hear the tractor stories, and you like to play out in the fields. I mean, what, I mean, what does a guy, I mean, what does Carl Edwards do? I mean, the guy, you're fit. You're a champion. You you've won tons of races. Everyone like I've never heard a bad word about you. So what do you do when you're like, okay, I'm off today. I'm going to do blank. So it's kind of a problem I have. I get uh, I don't know what to do sometimes. You know, we run around and we we're in this whirlwind of travel. But today, right now, I have an off day, and um, you know, we're actually we're going to go up to there's a little uh, Amish community here in uh, in Missouri. We're going to look at some stuff they're making. They get uh-huh. some neat little cabin stuff and a buddy of mine's interested in that so i'm gonna go check that out but really what we're doing is we're gearing up for the the harvest we've been farming which i didn't grow up farming i know nothing about farming i'm literally the worst farmer in missouri (laughs) we've been having a lot of fun with it new holland's been helping us out and we've got a bunch of corn planted a bunch of beans planted and we've been getting all of our equipment ready and we're going to harvest everything here pretty soon so um you know the farming's been good i love being outdoors riding my my bicycle and um you know just being here at home, being around friends and family. So uh, when I get time off, it's just kind of simple. So so let me ask you this question. Classic cars, you have to have something in the barn. Okay, so I've got a – when I drove for Ford, um, Ford had a program where when you won a championship, no matter what series it was in, the first championship you got, they gave you a vehicle. And I've got a GT500KR. Oh, oh it's, it's awesome. Nice. It's, uh, it's really cool. And I'm working on Toyota. They've got some really neat Lexuses. Mm-hmm. that are, like, out of control fast, rear-wheel drive, and, um, you know, hopefully I can work something out with Toyota, too. Okay, one more question before we let you go. When you were a kid, besides Petty, who was your driver in the Cup Series? So I grew up, uh, Kenny Schrader is my second cousin. Okay. So I watched Kenny Schrader, and, you know, what he did, he, he's a, he would race anything. You know, he would, when he was driving across the country, he would stop at our house every once in a while when he's racing a midget or a silver crown car uh-huh. you know, in Springfield or something at I really looked up to him for just, you know, really enjoying the sport. He was always having fun, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I, I looked up to those guys, and I still do, the guys who just really love the driving. Right. And, I, you know, in the backflip, I was teasing with like a local racetrack. I was interviewing the winner. He does a cartwheel every year, and I'm like, well, you're no Carl Edwards because he can barely do it now. But what are you <laughs> going to do in 10 years when you can't do the backflip as easy? Well, he's, he's a smart guy. Uh, you know, the cartwheel actually sounds pretty appealing to me. So uh, I get to, you know, I win the race. And no joke, by about halfway down the back straightaway, every time I'm like, man, I got to do that backflip now. And, but but now when I, when I get over there, the crowd's cheering and all that, it's, it's a lot easier. But it, um, it does make me a little bit nervous, but it's fun to do. And it's just so cool to win these races. You know, I, I mean, I feel like kind of, kind of I, I understand what you're saying. And I think you and I are on the same page. You know, you, you grow up and you watch these races and you mm-hmm. think this is just an amazing thing. And to be a part of it is great. And to win a race is almost like a dream. So, uh, right. yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Well, Carl, it's always a pleasure. I mean, finally, uh, we'll get you on as much as we can. Uh, Carl Edwards, and we're going to root We're going to root for you this year. You're always my top five drivers, and uh, hopefully you can bring it home this year and uh, and not go down the wire. Let's go out and just bring it home in the first few races once the chase starts. Well, cool, man. Well, I, I really appreciate it. Thanks for your support. Uh, Thanks for everything you, you do for, uh, for our sport and uh, Toyota and Coach Gibbs and uh, – you know, just thank you for, for letting me talk about them. No problem. Legendary Carl Edwards, and uh, hopefully he'll bring <laughs> home this year. See that? You're, you're the <laughs> man, brother. I'm going to start calling you every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If Coach Gibbs is around, just call Dan Boots over here in Columbus, Ohio. We weren't happy to help you out. All right. Cool, <laughs> All right. You're listening to Street Rod and Custom Radio.
The Covercraft products you know and trust are now available directly to you at Covercraft.com. You'll find custom car covers manufactured with high-performance fabrics, Carhartt seat covers in new Realtree camo patterns, dash mat dashboard covers, Colgan custom bras, specialty protection products from K9 covers, and a whole bunch more. Be sure to use the code DRIVE at checkout to receive free shipping in the continental U.S. Get protection for whatever you drive at Covercraft.com. Welcome back to Street Rod and Custom Radio. Now, how was that, Ryan? That's uh, pretty cool. You know, maybe not the uh, technical Street Rod and Custom that you're yeah. used to there, but I think everybody knows Carl Edwards. I- I've never really yeah. heard anybody that hates Carl Edwards, and, man, he's a uh, he was a great guy to interview. Well, let's talk, talk about Tony Stewart for a second. You know, he, I'm a little disappointed in my guy, and I like Tony Stewart, but I'm telling you, Tony, I don't know how I'm going to – Use whatever little bit of media source I had to bail you out of these last few incidents. I mean, you took out Ryan Newman. Did you see any of that? No, I actually did not. You don't watch NASCAR that much. Not too much. A lot of gearheads and uh, street rod guys and us custom guys. We, 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 you know, I'll watch drag racing or NASCAR. Anything with wheels I'm into, you know, whether it be Indy Lights or whatever. I just like racing. You don't know how I cut it. But, but man, that, 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 you have a guy like Carl Edwards and then, then you have, you know, Tony Stewart acting up like that. I don't even know what to say. I mean, I, I want him to retire with a bang. I don't want him going out. I mean, he's been through a lot. Don't get me wrong. That guy's been through a lot. I mean, he, he's been through heck and back, especially with the incident with the guy running on a track. And mm-hmm. he got blamed for that one. It clearly wasn't his fault. If you understand anything about racing, Tony Stewart didn't do anything wrong. Other than he's been a bad incident. I mean, that, that would be as bad as, you know, I had a friend of mine one time. There was this elderly lady that tripped over a curb and fell in front of her car. And she got indicted. She wasn't drinking. She wasn't. It was just bad, bad timing. You might say. That's mm-hmm. I guess the point I'm getting at. So, so, but you know, I don't know. That that bothers me. And I'm a Tony Stewart fan. I, I always liked him, but I, I just hope someone chills him out and he can go out with a better attitude. Or because fans only remember no one. You can do a hundred good things. You do one bad thing. They don't remember a hundred good things. No, never. It's that. always the one bad. I mean, I say one bad thing on one of my shows, and they always remember that. I remember when you said this, and then you made fun of Mopar. No, I didn't. Well, you know what, though? You're, I mean, it's just human nature. You hear what? a thousand people say something good about your car, but you remember the one that says oh, the I negative. Do. You know, it's, just, it's just our nature. I don't, you know, and I preach this a lot on the this, this show. I'm, I Don't go up to someone's car at a car show and pick it apart. I mean, I've got a high-dollar car, and I'm not saying bragging. That's just my love and my passion. The, the thing is, I always go up to a really ratty car and pick out a positive. What's it What's it gain you by going up to a guy or girl and telling them, hey, did you see this? You got a paint chip right there. Yeah. You think? <laughs> yeah, I know. Thank you. I was a super Chevy one time. This has been years ago. And this guy, I, I, I had I had got food poisoning from a bad hot dog, a chili dog I ate the day before. I mean, I was out. And back then, my 57 was truly a pro street, and it was just really hokey up in the air, and I could lay underneath the back. I wanted to get out of the sun, and I literally put a blanket in the grass, crawled under the car. My, actually, when I came to I smacked my head on my 9-inch Ford, whole other story. <laughs> but um, I overheard I was half asleep, you know, half out of it, just trying to get through the day. And behind me, there's a really nice Nova. And there's just one guy who walked around just nonstop, picked apart cars. And he literally went up to this 70-some-year-old lady. Her and her husband were lovely people. He goes, hey, 
Can I tell you why you're not going to win today? Because your car really isn't needs. I was like, oh, boy, they had a nice car. He goes, this isn't right. That isn't right. And she finally, she, I'll never forget, she was knitting. And she had these, like, old school knitting things. It was like 12-inch rods, whatever Granny uses. The crochet the, hooks. I don't know what she had. She said, sir, if you don't get away from me and all these cars, I've heard you come down here and pick apart everybody's car. Do you have a car here? He goes, no, but my car is the nicest, blah, 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 blah. She goes, okay, it's not here. If you don't get away from my Nova, I'm going to take this and I'm going to stick it in your eye. <laughs> and I went, wow. I yelled from underneath my car. Is and that he, when you hit your head? <laughs> no, I was already up. And he goes, that is rude. She goes, no, you're a blah, 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 blank. I was like, wow. And I came over and I, and I, and I, everything I did to get out, I went over to her and I shook her hand. I said, ma'am, I said, you just made my day. And then I come to find out I couldn't stand it. So we've researched who this guy was. You should have seen his car. And to this day on my, one of my, one of my shouldn't waste my time bucket lists. Mm-hmm. I hope I run into him in his car someday. It's the biggest, hokiest looking. And but you're going to pick it up. Oh, <laughs> I won't tell you who I am or what I do, but I'll tell you what, it's going to be a bad day for that guy. And then let's get back uh, car shows. Colo's Classic Car yep. Show at the Columbus Zoo coming up October 1st and 2nd, and you are going to pay for someone's hotel trip. Yes, the zoo, we, we've got a, something made with the zoo. We'll give you a nice room while you're here, and you will get to have breakfast with Chip Foose with about 50 or 100 other people. But you, it'll be it'll breakfast be more, with Chip right there is worth it alone. Heck yeah, I mean, he won't sit at your table, but uh, you make sure, I'll make sure you introduce him and, and explain to him how you got there so 614-557-8838 is my cell number 614-557-8838 and the first person that calls i will document it so it's not a real contest i mean it is a contest but i don't need to put out rules so you call me and we'll make it happen that's awesome all right we'll be back next week same time hopefully ryan and i'll both be here we love you guys thanks for tuning in and this has been street rod and custom radio with your host dan boots longinette and my buddy ryan baker If the measure of a car was how many people it turned into people who love cars, the Subaru Outback would be worth its weight in gold, thanks largely to its symmetrical all-wheel drive. Unlike other systems that wait for a wheel to slip, it powers all four wheels all the time, all while with better fuel economy than midsize SUVs. And the fact that the Outback is made in a zero landfill plant doesn't hurt either. It's a car that is truly built to be loved. Love. It's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. 